this isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. I went to Vegas last weekend. Pretty crazy. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Gentlemen, welcome to Las Vegas. Why don't you give me half the money you were gonna bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Some guys just can't handle Vegas. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 32 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. My name is Jeff, and thank you so much for joining me on this podcast trip to one of the best cities on the planet, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't know about you, but one of the ways I like to pass time between trips to Las Vegas is by watching movies featuring Las Vegas, and the selection is almost endless. There are literally dozens of films about Las Vegas, from classics like the original Ocean's Eleven and Viva Las Vegas, to critically acclaimed films like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Rain Man, to blockbuster hits like Honeymoon in Vegas and The Hangover. My guest for this episode of the show is David Rosen, the host of Piecing It Together, a movie podcast with a bit of a twist, which he'll explain. I asked David to join me on the show to talk about Las Vegas movies. We discussed some of the best, some of the worst, and of course, we shared our own personal favorites. Please enjoy my conversation with David Rosen. David, thank you so much for uh, having me here to uh, to do this little podcast chat. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to uh, come down here to do it. That's always fun. Well, it's always more enjoyable to be able to come to Vegas to mm. do the talk as opposed to doing it over Skype when I'm up in Canada and my guest is down here enjoying this beautiful weather. <laughs> Oh, is that what you call this? <laughs> it always amazes me with people here like, this is terrible. I hate this. This is awful. <laughs> Meanwhile, us Canadians are out there in our thongs and <laughs> shirtless showing off our pasty selves because this is the only heat we get. So Canadians do love Vegas, it sure seems. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so you are the host of the uh, the Piecing It Together podcast. Yes. Which is a, a movie-related podcast. Yes. We, we take a little bit of a... a unique perspective in looking at movies through the lens of what other movies inspired them. And this way, instead of just a straight review show, which there's so many of, uh, I wanted to do something a little different and allow us to go on big, long tangents talking about lots of other movies along the way while still reviewing the movie we're talking about. Which is really cool because as you say, I think, you know, in the short time that I've been in this little podcast world, it's been hard it's always hard to try and find sort of a a spin mm. on on a topic it, because again you know you you run into it with movies i run into it with with vegas stuff sure there's a million vegas related podcasts out there so it, to try and find a, a unique way to to spin on that is always important and and i i love the way you found kind of a unique spin on on movies, like you say, it's not just a straight review show. Sure, yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, it, it it is like, you know, I, I kind of wanted to do something for a while with movies, but I didn't quite know what to do. And I have another podcast called Bird Road Podcast, which came first, which is more of like a politics and culture and news thing. Uh, and I was always, and I do that with my best friend Q, and we, uh, I was always 
making the conversation about movies all the time and he's like i don't want to talk about movies every damn episode so i was like all right i guess i'm gonna finally do a movie show but then it was a matter of what is it gonna be and so i'm glad i landed on something people seem to like so uh i want to find out a little bit about yourself as Mm -hmm. well we were talking kind of before we started recording a little bit um you are not born and raised here but you've been here a very long time yeah just before we started recording it was 21 years uh before that i grew up in pennsylvania in the poconos and i was born in new york and so what predicated the move to las vegas basically my mom just really liked las vegas and me and my dad kind of kicking and screaming gave in and came along (laughs) so (laughs) moved our entire lives and business and everything here so and you were mentioning you you guys your family has a record store here yes it's called wax tracks records and uh it's been here since we've been here and before that in Pennsylvania, before that it was mail order in New York. But, um, yeah, it's, it's one of the biggest and best record stores in the world, really. I mean, it's, it's a a crazy gem. It's practically like a museum. Um, and people come from all over to come shop at it or walk in and get mad because some of the stuff is like priceless and my dad prices accordingly. Um, (laughs) so, uh, so they don't buy, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's a really amazing shop. And, uh, like I said, we've got customers from all over the world. People come to Vegas, like just to come to the store and, uh, yeah, it's over there off, uh, Decatur and Edna, which is right by Sahara. Very cool. I, I may have to go check it out as a, a music guy myself. I, yeah. You know, 20 years in music radio and a long time working in the business. You know, it's, uh, I always love going and seeing that kind of stuff. It always interests the hell out of me. So yeah, I may have to go check that out on, on this trip. Definitely. So let's talk about your, your interest in movies. I mean, everybody, I don't think you're ever going to find someone who says, oh, I hate movies. Mm. That's, that's not a thing. Right. Um, but then there's people like yourself who are, are super passionate about it. Where did that come from for you i i wonder about that because i mean i'm not i didn't go to film school or anything like that you know but i i've just always loved movies so much ever since i was a kid i mean i I used to go to movies with my dad a lot and uh and always just been a big thing and then you know the other thing before starting podcasting and, and still to this day i compose music for movies and so really uh, you know i never got into composing music to like be in a band or anything like that it's always been about movies working in movies doing things movie related and so uh making music for movies was just you know a continuation i guess of my you know love of movies but i mean it's just something about you know getting into all these you know great stories interesting stories like weird crazy stories and like it just there's always there's always great movies uh all the time coming out and then there's always classics that you skipped over to go and look back on and there's just so many amazing movies out there and it's just it's kind of like a never-ending thing what was the movie that really did it for you was there something specific like i know for me like as a kid my thing as a big giant nerd Mm -hmm. was star Wars. That was, that was absolutely it. I mean, I I was born in 75, so I didn't see the original the first time around in theater, but I remember seeing it, you know, re-release as a kid. Was there a specific movie for you that really did it? I mean, I feel like I could answer that question multiple ways, depending on various, like, you know, side tracks I can, I can go through as the movie that made me want to work in music for a movie. What was the the make it a, a podcast or get into indie films or whatever. But I mean, I guess the first thing I remember being just 
insanely excited about was Terminator 2. Uh-huh. Um, I was, I want to say that was 91, I believe. So I would have been 11 at the time. And I mean, of course, I had favorites before then. But I just remember when that came out, it was just like the greatest thing ever, you know. And that was just really, you're like, that's it. I'm hooked on this. Yeah, I, I love this. I, I want to see more of this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So one of the big pastimes for people, and I'm, you know, I know people that are like this, and I'm just as guilty of this. In between my Vegas trips, I like to watch movies about Las Vegas. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think that goes for anybody that has any kind of passion. They want to, you know, if they're interested in something, they want to watch movies about it. They want to see stuff about it. And for me, it's always about Las Vegas. And mm-hmm. that was why, you know, I got in touch with you and I wanted to to get you on the podcast was to talk about Las Vegas movies. Sure. And so let's do that. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> where where should we start? Should we start with our own personal faves? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I suspect there's probably going to be some here that, you know, we may have a little bit of crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably going to be some that I'm going to say that you're going to go, what the, what are you even thinking? Why yeah. are you into that? And it may go the other way. So uh, being that this is your home, yeah. I, I would love you to to have the first, uh, the first, draw so to speak and and your first uh, personal pick sure uh well my first personal pick um i'm gonna go with fear and loathing in las vegas um which i actually have only seen a couple times uh i've been it's like at the top of my list of movies i've been wanting to rewatch lately um just because it comes up a lot on our podcast actually but uh i mean it's just so crazy and just such great performances and it's just uh it it really it looks at vegas in such a strange weird way Mm -hmm. you know and 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 it's just uh it's such an imaginative movie you know i feel like such an idiot for saying this i've never seen it oh my gosh yeah you gotta you gotta watch it it's wild it's absolutely wild it's one that that again it's one of those ones that's always kind of i have a list of movies that it's that whole oh i should really watch that Mm mm-hmm but then instead, I watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the safe choice, something that I've seen 27 times before, rather than picking something different. But Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is always one of those movies that's been oh, I uh, get it. on that list for me. <laughs> um, I, my The first one I want to go with, and this is one of those ones that when I say it, people always kind of chuckle about it, is uh, Last Vegas. Mm. That is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think the reason for it is I see a lot of myself and my friends in that movie. I picture me and a few of my buddies 30 years from now (laughs) doing that trip to Las Vegas, you know, as a bunch of old dudes. I don't know if any of us are going to be marrying a girl half of our age, but I I see that. I I see us in there. And it was one of those movies that for me was just kind of a bit of a sleeper movie that I didn't. I didn't really expect to like, mm-hmm. but it just kind of popped in there one day and I was like, huh, I'm going to watch that. And now it's one of those movies that I've watched like 11 times instead of watching <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. But, nice. you know, that's that's for me, that's that's the one or yeah. one of the ones. But not a personal favorite for me, but I mean, it was pretty fun, though. And I could totally see where you would, uh, you know, have so much fun with that movie. The only thing about that movie that drives me nuts is there's some continuity stuff in that movie. And this, I think, is common in any, you know, in a lot of in, in a lot of movies, particularly when you know a city really really well Mm. there's a whole scene in there when they're walking the wrong direction in front of the mirage there let's go to the aria and they're walking (laughs) 
<laughs> they're yeah. watching North on the Strip in front of the Mirage. Every time that comes on, I'm yelling at my TV, you're going the wrong way. What are you doing? It's- yeah, the guy with the Vegas podcast would definitely catch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You got another one for me. Sure. Well, my number two uh, pick would be a movie that, honestly, when I was a kid, was my my vision of las vegas and that is vegas vacation which is just it's so goofy and so much fun and and i i don't know i i just loved that movie when i was a kid and and it really is like it kind of lives up if you're if you're just kind of you know, goofy people, you know, it's yeah. kind of is what Vegas ends up being once you get here, you know, yeah. if you're not one of the cool guys, you know, if you're kind not, of is. if you're not one of the cool people, you are Clark Griswold. Yeah. There's no question. You're Clark Griswold trying to give your family that Vegas experience and failing miserably <laughs> at it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, there's so much of a, uh, like so much of a weight to a Vegas trip. It's like, it's gotta be this big thing, you know? Mm. <laughs> and it's funny. I have a buddy that just did a, a Vegas vacation with his family. Mm. And uh, he actually, one of the recent episodes of the podcast, I had him on to talk about it. And uh, and it was interesting to hear that take on bringing the family to Vegas and bringing yeah. the kids to Las Vegas and dealing with all of that. Mm. And, and in my head, the whole time, I was just picturing a Griswold vacation in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It just, it, that in my head, that's exactly where it goes. <laughs> um, one of the movies, this one, you know, when you're getting into serious Vegas movies, Casino. Mm. The, you cannot beat, I mean, first of all, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Martin Scorsese directing. Y- you cannot beat that combination in my mind. That's, that is just an A1 combination. And then when you throw it into the experience of, las vegas yeah and you know that that is somewhat of a true story Uh, i did an interview with um uh, jeff schumacher from the mob museum Mm. and talked about you know the history of the mob in las vegas and the movie casino came up in our discussion and he was telling me that that is probably one of the more accurate historically accurate vegas related movies that's out there i believe it absolutely and some of the stories that are told in that movie and and the way it's it's all sort of brought together i mean obviously there's parts of it that are dramatized because that's what you know hollywood's going to do sure but uh in my mind that's one of those movies and the, the other thing too that i always find with that movie is it's one of those ones that every time i watch it there's something different about it, I don't like. Goodfellas is another one of those movies where every time I watch it, I I'm, I, I keep thinking, are they continuously editing this movie and adding <laughs> right. new things yeah. into it? Yeah, because there's stuff every time I watch it. There's new things that pop into this movie that that I just look at and I go, how is this? Wait, I don't remember any of it. But but it's one of those movies that if it's on, it I go right to it. I well, will watch it. He's a filmmaker that like packs his movies they're just so rich and just full of so much and so yeah i could totally see that like coming back to it and being like oh, i didn't even catch that the 15th time i saw it <laughs> yeah, now i'm yeah. seeing it yeah yeah exactly like i say that's one and goodfellas is another one that's like that for me it's just yeah. every time i watch it i'm like holy hell that i don't i do not remember watching that and seeing that before so yeah if it's it's something like that that can come up and and really get you that's a movie that i'm definitely going to use to fill my time absolutely 
for you another one so uh i my my next pick um would have to be swingers which is just so so much perfection it's it's an incredible movie um you know like i said we weren't exactly the cool guys when we were in our 20s here in vegas but we certainly were (laughs) out all the time and i there was certain little bits and pieces of ourselves that I see in, in every time I go back and watch that movie, you know, of just being out all night and just doing the Vegas thing, you know, and it's just such a perfect, uh, a perfect depiction of, of that life, you mm-hmm. know. It's funny that you go to swingers and I go to last Vegas for seeing (laughs) (laughs) which, which Vegas movies we see ourselves in the most. Uh David's like, I see myself in swingers, not the coolest guys, but still cool and doing partying. I see myself as 80 year old Morgan Freeman wanting to go to bed by eight o'clock. See, that's me now though. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking back to the (laughs) twenties. Um, one that I'm going to pick and I'm going to throw this out. I actually had five on my list and this one I'm going to throw out here. Uh, and it's one of those movies that you're, you're going to look at me and go, you're, you're high. (laughs) Marijuana is legal here now. And as a Canadian, you're clearly smoking a lot of it when you come here. Uh, showgirls. Mm. (laughs) A a worthy movie to talk about. It's, it's a definitely a worthy movie to talk about. I remember when that movie came out 19, I wrote the date 1995. Mm -hmm. I was 20 years old, still probably crushing on Jesse Spano from saved by the bell. (laughs) So the opportunity to see her naked in a movie, Mm -hmm. uh, was clearly, yes, I'm taking that opportunity to, to see that movie. It is, it's, I mean, you can't get around the fact that it is a terrible movie. Sure. It's, it's <laughs> horrible from top to bottom with every bad film cliche in the history of ever. But if that movie is on, I am absolutely watching that movie. It's one of the most watchable bad movies. Like, and not just because of naked women, but because it's like. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. That helps, though. But, but it's just, it's just so much fun. It's just so ridiculous, you know? It's it's very fun to watch. It's ridiculous. I, I know they just did like a midnight movie screening at the Palms like last year on it. And I bet it was a lot of fun. I, I didn't go. I, I wanted to, though. I feel like that's one of the movies where they could probably invite several of the stars to oh, show yeah. up because what else do they have going on? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, I had a couple of others I just wanted to throw out there. I mentioned, you know, I mentioned I had five. I just, they're ones that I feel I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Oceans movies, sure. uh, 11 and 13. Again, those are movies for me that are just ones that, Every time I watch them, I see something different. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a slightly new movie every time for me. Um, and they're just really good caper movies. Sure. You know, they're fun to, to just sort of follow the story. And then, of course, you know, the, the quintessential Vegas movie, The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. You have to mention The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I remember seeing that movie for the first time in the theaters and just dying yeah. at how funny that movie was. And it's a movie that I've seen dozens and dozens of times, but we'll still laugh at every single time that, that it's on. I will kill myself watching this movie. Yeah. It's so freaking funny. And I, I only wish two and three didn't happen, but yes, 
The, you could put them together into about 20 minutes of good sequel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's about it, though. But uh, the, the first one, there's nothing that's going to take that away, how great the first one is. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And so then, you know, in that vein, you know, we wanted to, I wanted you to talk about some of the Critics' Choice best kind of Vegas movies to, you know, that if, if somebody was putting together a list of, of movies that they wanted to watch that didn't necessarily include the ones that you and I had mentioned. Sure. Um, what would you recommend to people? Well, some other movies that I don't know if I would call it necessarily critics choice. Let's just make <laughs> movies that I just enjoy. Let's put it that way. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with the incredible Burt Wonderstone. I think, <sighs> I think it is so stupid, but it is a lot of fun. That was that movie. David Spade? It, or was that Adam G- Jim Carrey was in it, yeah. and uh, was Ben Stiller in it? I think, or no, Steve Carell. Was oh, in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous, but I it was it was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I thought uh, similarly, Dodgeball, which isn't oh. all set here, but uh, certainly has its Vegas parts. Um, yeah. another fun one. Uh, more serious movie, a good movie, uh, is The Cooler with William H. Macy, uh, an indie film, um, and just uh, just a fantastic little indie film. Um, have you seen that? No, I've never seen it. Definitely something to check out. I mean, that's like a real gritty, like, good, dark, but like darkly comic movie. Yeah. So it's definitely one to check out. Um, I, of course, had The Hangover and Ocean's Eleven on my list as well. And then one other one I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, good if you're into kind of trashy B-movie kind of things, you know, uh, is a movie I actually worked on, I did music for, called Bus Party to Hell. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to stop you right there. That title again was? Bus Party to Hell. That sounds like (laughs) the greatest movie in the history of ever. It's pretty freaking incredible. Um, It was made by some Vegas filmmakers, the Mahal Brothers, and uh, stars Tara Reid and a bunch of other people. And it's uh, it starts out in Vegas, then moves its way. They're on their way to Burning Man, and the bus gets taken over by demons and stuff. And, and in the middle of the desert, it, it's uh, it's a movie. Normally, you hear about like these B movies that are just filled with boobs and gore, and then you watch them, and it's actually like you know an hour of boring, and then thirty minutes of good stuff. This yeah. is ninety minutes of boobs and gore and my music. So. <laughs> It, it's a movie worth checking out. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, is that, okay, is that on, online yes. somewhere? Yes, it's available on, I think, Prime right now. It okay. was on Red, in Red Boxes for a while as well, but I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. I, you know what, I'm going to go home and subscribe to Prime specifically yeah. for that. I'm using my 30-day trial to watch the crap out of it's that. It's worth checking out that for sure. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Any others that you want to toss out there just as quick recommendations at all? Um, those were all of the ones that I like had as like the good ones, you mm. know? Yeah. Mm. Had a couple bad ones that I wrote down. Now, those are always the fun ones that mm. absolutely, because again, this is <laughs> the, 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 it's always funny how it's the bad ones that cause controversy because mm-hmm. those are the ones where people will, you'll, you know, you'll say, oh, it's the worst movie. That's terrible. What are you kidding? That's the greatest movie <laughs> in the history of ever. So, right. so these would be uh, selections for movies that you would say, don't bother, don't waste your time, avoid at all costs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you got for that? I'm just curious. I want to hear. Oh, do you have man. some bad ones? I didn't really have a list of bad ones prepared. I found, again, for me, 
I'm, I, I hate to say I'm picky when it comes to movies, but I really am. The only one that I can think of that I always kind of thought of was, as a bit of a stinker, honestly, was Mars Attacks. Okay, I haven't seen Mars Attacks since I was a kid. I loved it back then, and I know the general opinion is that it's terrible, but yeah. I, I like to claim that I still like it. <laughs> just because it's like i don't know it just it seems good in hindsight yeah I don't know. other than that one i've been pretty lucky i've never really come across any horribly terrible vegas movies I, i've been pretty lucky well really i already mentioned the hangover two and three which was part of my list which i mean they're, they're really pretty damn bad Hangover um, three was so terrible yeah and it was another one of those ones that had the bad continuity stuff in it too and that I I vaguely remember a scene where uh, Mr. Chow is hang gliding off the top of Caesar's Palace mm. and somehow manages to land on uh, Fremont Street. <laughs> and and if that didn't happen, then clearly my brain was just filling in parts to make up for how terrible it was. Sure. Um, but I just remember that happening and going, that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I only want to actually mention one other uh, bad one, and that's because uh, I know a lot of people who work in Vegas film, and I don't want to disparage a movie that uh, maybe one of them worked on or anything like that. So I'm just going to mention what happens in Vegas with Ashton Kutcher and uh, oh. was it Cameron Diaz, I believe, which was absolutely just awful. I watched a trailer for that whilst I was kind of looking into you know Vegas-related movies to see you know what might come up in our conversation. And yeah. that was one of the trailers that popped up, and I just looked at it and went, somebody in Hollywood greenlit that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's hard. It's Seriously, it's still hard to believe after all these years. Wow. Yeah. And it's amazing, too, when you look at some of the... Um, the swings that actors have done. I mean, Nicolas Cage, mm -hmm. two very big Las Vegas related movies. Yeah. You know, leaving Las Vegas, mm -hmm. which, you know, I, I'll freely admit to watching that movie. I was probably way too young to watch that movie. I was probably about 16 or 17 years old. Actually should have been uh, mentioned in our list of great movies. Yeah. yeah. It, it's one that I should probably go back and watch because... Yeah. As a late teenager, that movie was traumatizing. <laughs> and you, sure. you know, you watch the, the the trailers and you see the fun fun part where he's pushing the shopping cart down the liquor store aisle, and then and then you start watching. You, go, oh my god, he's drinking himself to death in this movie. This this is not a good movie for a seventeen year old to be watching. This uh. is terrible. But then follow that up with Honeymoon in Vegas, mm -hmm. which really on the other end of the spectrum from the drama to the comedy and, yeah. and kind of almost on the spectrum from the good to the not terrible, but not sure. Great side of things. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long, long time. I don't, I love Nicolas Cage. So I'm curious if I would like it going back to it now. I wonder if it's one of those movies that maybe there's a lot of movies out there that, and you would know this, that, that don't age well. Right. Yeah. And I wonder if that's one of those movies that just wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily age well just I'm wondering you know yeah. how cheesy would it be when you look at it at this point right did feature a bruno mars cameo though as a small child he was wow. the one of the uh, it was a child elvis impersonator 
I'm pretty sure it was honeymoon in Vegas. If it's not, somebody's going to tweet me and tell me I'm <laughs> totally wrong. That seems likely. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could just absolutely be making this stuff up sure. as, as I go along. I believe you, hundred percent, hook, line, and sinker. Sure, I, you know, I've always said, as long as you sound like you know what you're talking that's about, that's right. That's that's the main part. As long as you can pull that off, that's there the big go. thing. <laughs> Any uh, anything else you want to toss in? Any any other uh, movie suggestions you want to throw out for Vegas related? stuff or anything else that you think people may enjoy watching um i you know i know that if you go to the nevada film office website you can find a list of movies that were uh shot here Mm -hmm. in in vegas and the rest of nevada um and one movie that came out this year it's actually one of the better movies this year it's not vegas specifically but i figured i'd just give it a quick plug is called the mustang we just covered it on uh on piecing it together just a couple weeks ago Uh, i was shot up in northern nevada near carson city and um it's just a beautiful movie really really good one of the one of the better movies of the year this year and so i mean not a lot i mean most of the movies we talked about that we loved for that were las vegas or nevada movies are we love because they're like silly and fun and whatever i mean not a lot of like just straight up great great movies you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and and so it's good to see a great movie shot here and so you can find you know information on a lot more movies shot here on that website i think it's a nevadafilm.com Perfect. Uh, excellent. And if people want to find you online and check out your podcast, and of course, they, I, I absolutely implore them to. It's, it's a, it, as you said earlier, it's such a, an interesting take on, um, on movies because it's not just such a straight, it, just a straight movie review podcast, which, right. which is a lot of fun. If people want to find you online, where can they do that? Yeah, well, they can find Piecing It Together wherever you're listening to this, most likely, and also at piecingpod.com. Find us on social media at piecingpod. And we have a Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation that we start on the podcast. Excellent. David, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to sit and chat today and inviting me into your, uh, your home studio. I appreciate that a lot and uh, wish you all the best. Absolutely. And hopefully you come stop by at Wax Tracks while you're on this trip. Yes, absolutely. I, my wife may not be happy about it, but uh, <laughs> I brought the big suitcase. So there you go. Nice. That wraps up another edition of the show. If you've got feedback to share on this episode of the podcast, or any other episode for that matter, feel free to reach out via Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Jeff Does Vegas. And if you're looking for suggestions or ideas of where to stay, where to eat, what shows to see, or what to do on your own Vegas vacation, get in touch via social media or contact me directly via email at jeff at walkernewmedia.com. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts so you'll know as soon as new episodes are posted. Be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And don't forget to head to jeffdoesvegas.com for past episodes and show notes. My name is Jeff, and this has been episode number 32 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast, a Walker New Media production. Thank you.